guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the What's the Chart with Football podcast. Today, I am joined by Farhan of the LXCFC Farhan channel. And we are going to be discussing three teams. Leicester City, Man City, and Tottenham Hotspur. Farhan, you ready to get into this podcast? Yeah, let's get straight into it. So, if I share my screen here, we're going to take a look at Leicester City squad first. And then we'll take a look at the others. So, if you look at this necessary thing, Farhan, where do you think your strongest area and your weakest area, and where do you think you need to improve on? So, well, you look at it, Casper Schmeichel. He's aging, but um, he can he still he can still play, and um, that's that's why um, he's our new captain. Because of course, um, Big Wes, his nickname, he also retired. Um, yeah, so I think James Justin again. Um, he's another player who's the future for Leicester City. He's probably going to miss quite a lot of in the beginning of next season. You've got Wesley Fofana again. I think this there's around uh, there's around youngsters in our squad and they're just improving. And um, you look at the new signings, Paston Daka, Bubakari Samari, and Ryan Bertrand. I think those three signings have actually benefited us very very well because it's and this summer it was all about depth and they've clearly done that and um yeah i mean james madison has been linked with quite uh with uh, uh heavily with arsenal you look at the weaknesses though and you've got the likes of some deadwood like daniel amati who we don't really need again philip ben kovic never heard of him really just we haven't they haven't i don't think he's played for quite a while um you look at it again, who else is there? Uh, Rashid Gezel, I think he's already gone. Uh, he made a move. I don't know if it was on loan, but he's made a move to somewhere else. Um, and, and again, players like, um, you see there, Luke Thomas, um, James Justin, they're all benefiting from the signings like Ryan Bertrand, the experience um, uh, of... Uh, uh, Michael Brighton, I think there's a lot of experience in that team. I mean, we saw for Wales, Danny Ward again. He hasn't had much game time for Leicester City, but he's shown internationally that what he can do. So, um, it's a very, very, very good squad, and hopefully, we can a challenge for top four again. Yeah, I think maybe leave it a year and then go and sign a new goalkeeper. Just to like the only thing is, I think Leicester need to add in maybe another experience centre-back because you have only got Johnny Evans with the real experience and Legos obviously the captain. I think Johnny Evans is going to get vice-captain as he probably deserves because he's got the experience and he, when he plays you can kind of hear him shouting at the other defenders so I think that would be good. What yeah, I mean... Yeah. It shows like um against uh, Newcastle, you we missed that we missed that experience in the back uh, line when Johnny Evans is there. And that's why we've been heavily interested as well with uh, players like Tarkovsky who have the Premier League experience and the physical. Because you look at it, so Yunshu Fofana, um, in the back three, and also we also sometimes see Timothy Castagne playing in the back three. There's not much experience, and that's why we did leak uh, goals very very easily against Newcastle. Um. But yeah, I mean, uh, Johnny Evans very vital um, part of our team. Um, I expect him to probably get a vice captain. Uh, I don't see anybody else who could really challenge for vice captain except from Johnny Evans. Yep. Um, what's the James Madison rumors? I think it's one of those ones where oh, this player's been linked. 
if he's not going to go, they've already tied down Amin Smith Rowe to another big deal, giving him the number 10. So these yeah. are they can be rubbed out. Like, yeah, I, I, again, I mean, part of the deal for James Madison was he was going to be promised the number 10 shirt. Now that's not available. I don't know whether the deal is still going to happen. There's still um, there's still rumours that the, the deal is still on. Uh, I don't know if James Madison, um, if he would still want to go there because um, at Leicester City, he's got the number 10 shirt. So, um, and again, he, he suits our system very, very well. The uh, one-two football shot and... Um, yeah, it's very very good. Um, the way he the way he just plays under Brendan Rodgers, I don't see him fitting very very well. Um, in Arsenal, but again, um, he, if he was promised a number ten shirt, why would you go there then? If Emil's just throw has now taken uh, that spot, so yeah, it's 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 a thing where you um. Like, if you look at it, who could really be James Madison replacement? I guess Perez, most Leicester fans want him out anyway. Um, so and we have been linked with a, re, a reunion with um Brendan Rodgers and Philip Coutinho. Uh, personally, I I, I I have both sides to it because you look at it and you go, okay, the wages probably might be a bit high, but what he can do in the Premier League is is on another level, but he hasn't done it for a while, so you don't know what to expect. Yeah, he's certainly not that full fake. I mean, who he left Liverpool back in, was it, 2017-2018, if he was to come in. I don't think he would really get the game time, because I do think this is really have a good enough squad to challenge for the top four. It's just that he's some stop flopping at the, not, uh, not flopping, but bottling it at the last few games. Was like you seen last season, necessarily were like in the top four basically every match day up until was the last one. So, yeah, again, so it clearly shows Leicester City they they have the squad to do it, and I think it was the lack of squad depth that let us down um last season. Yeah. Um. What? Like I I know that you've done a lot of videos breaking down Yuri Tillemans to Liverpool things. Well, Liverpool transfer. If they were to get rid of Henderson, who they've been rumoured, they could move for Tillman, but I think he's had a good stage in his career. He should stick with Leicester City, I think, certainly for the next year. Then they, if Leicester City haven't got the European football again, well, the Champions League football, should he then go? Or... If, like, you yeah, know, like, they're, they're... Oh, sorry. Yeah, like, you know what I mean by that? He, I, I just think because he's he's going up, he's progressing at a good level. That if he was to leave, I think it could hinder his progress. Again, yeah, it could because when you when you look at it, all right, he's playing next to arguably one of the best um, uh, CDMs in the Premier League, and Diddy. Now, I think Liverpool are trying their best to get him, but the talks have died down very, and they. They have to be. Um, it was rumored that they have set eyes off UT Lemons, partly because I think, yes, I mean, when you look at it though, the stats show it for, for yourself. Uh, the loss of uh, Wijnaldum is massive for Liverpool because uh, the most goals scored by midfield last season was two, and that was by Wijnaldum. Now, UT Lemons scored six goals in the Premier League last season, and um, his creativity is also very, very good. Um, I would say he was a box to box. He likes to get stuck in challenges, and he's shown that um, 
in club football and international football. But now you see in Liverpool, okay, uh, Liverpool trying their best because they know they've got a good CDM that they can play with, Fabinho. We all know how good Fabinho is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if they get rid of Henderson, the chances of signing a player like your Tielemans are very, very high. But the money they're going to have to spend is very, very big because we've seen in the last couple of years, we've been selling big players each summer. For example, Jaime Maguire, Riyad Mahrez, um, Angolo Kante. So this season, I don't want to see us lose a player, um, but uh, a big player. But if if the fee for UT Lemons is around, I mean, Sumar has shown what he can do and he can come into the squad very, very easily. But... Um, I think it's more of depth that we need and we might have to be looking for another midfielder if we do get rid of Yuri Tielemans. But, yeah, I mean, he'll be guaranteed Champions League football and that's why you're not guaranteed at Leicester City yet. He's might going to give Leicester City a chance. Leicester doing, doing their best to get him on a new deal. But, yeah, the price is going to have to be around 80 to 90 million. Yeah. I, yeah, his chances have grown massively. So if they are going to go for him, it'll have to be a big one. And with Leicester City's recent track record, you have Kante, who's a soul. I don't know what the transfer was. Um, drink water, who lost that with Chelsea, but Leicester said about him, the better. Maguire, 80 million. It looks like um, United had overpaid. But he's actually done well. Showell won the championship. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And... Yeah, it's gonna have to be a big one, and no one necessarily. They've like spent. I'm not gonna say very little, but like they probably, if they were to sell somebody like um James Madison or Tillman, it'll have to be like seventy, eighty million, and that could bring it to like two hundred million of money they've basically gained in two years. As you had Maguire for eighty, and Showell for fifty. That's 130 million on two players that they've developed. So, yeah. Yeah, like the 80 million that we sold for Harry Maguire, it does a lot to the club when you look at it because it, it wasn't a big club at that time. And then when you see like the stuff they bought with it, like, um, for example, they uh, upgraded their training. Um, I think they look, they're looking to expand their stadium. And so... What it only does is attracts players, more players, better players into coming to the club and making it um, a bigger club. So, yeah, I mean, if we do so, UT uh, James Madison, like the people are saying, oh, then Leicester will be classified as a selling club. But I don't I don't think it will happen. Uh, I think the price is just too high. Leicester stick with the price and they're not they're not in a rush to sell. Um, any of these players, uh, so yeah, yeah, I think Pats and Dak has a great time for Leicester City. Obviously, he has been linked with your he was linked with Liverpool, I know, was it last season? He was also linked with West Ham. But for Leicester City to go and sign him, it adds more to that two strikers of Jamie Vardy and Anthony Nacho. Obviously, Vardy fell off a wee bit at the end, and Anthony Nacho came on to his own. So, like, you could still rotate the three of them because of the necessary styles, you know, about the two of them. I'd say if you rotate the three of them, say, 
I think Vardy really got a bit tired because he's not as young as he used to be now. He can't really... Well, he still can run the channels, but not as good as he used to. So... Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, because they've signed Paston Dakar, okay, they've classified it as a Vardy replacement. I don't think you'll find another Vardy like that. But look, it wasn't just about getting him on a cheap as well, because I think we will see some duos with Vardy and Dakar playing up front, and we'll see Ian Atro drop, because most part of it is Dakar learning off Vardy, getting some of his um, experience, some of his characteristics that he develops into the game. And, um, yeah, I mean, Vardy, you won't get another Vardy like that, will you? You you can't find another Vardy like that. But, um, yeah, it wasn't just about getting him in because we did get him for, uh, I think, 23-odd 20, million. So it's it's a great business. And, yeah, we beat Liverpool to it. Yeah. I think that goes well on the left city side. Um, let's move on to the league champions, Man City. Do you think they can... Well, I mean, obviously they can challenge for the title again. Looking at this Manchester team, what, who do you think they need to sell to make the money for these new players? Like um, your Harry Kane, who's been linked with a £160 million pound move, 400000 a week wages. If you were like Pep Guardiola, who, what players would you look to move on to bring in Kane? Look, so... Manchester City did offer Raheem Sterling a part of the deal. I think he's shown what he can do um, in the Euros. But again, uh, if you're going to bring in a player like Harry Kane, I, I don't. I, but Spurs are just not. Are just, they're, they're just not willing to sell Harry Kane at this moment of time. And you look at it, um, Raheem Sterling and an odd 50, 60 million won't be enough for Harry Kane. I think personally, they're looking. Um, to offer Riyad Mahrez away I've heard that they're looking to uh, offer Riyad Mahrez away I think Benjamin Mendy is another one that didn't really need him um, again when you look at it Scott Carson you don't really need to be there you've got Edison and Zach Steffen who don't really get injured quite often so you look at it and then there's some names that you've never heard of before uh but like, yeah, some someone like uh, Gabriel Jesus might have to move on then because if they're trying to bring in Harry Crane, uh, Gabriel Jesus needs to go. Um, because I think one striker who is, I mean, their real striker. Or they don't even have a striker if Gabriel Jesus does go though, because Aguero's gone to Barcelona. Now if Jesus goes, and they don't really have. But you can see Phil Foden's played the false nine. Kevin De Bruyne's played the false nine. Um, yeah, and you look at it. Maybe even Nathan Ake needs to go as well. I don't. I don't see like Ruben Diaz, John Stones. Their partnership is really unbreakable. Um, who else can play in that defense role? I think Nathan Ake or oh, Emery Laporte. I don't think he will uh, uh, have a move to somewhere. You got Rodri who could play in that defense role, but he's more of in the midfield. So I don't know if the Hurricanes deal going to happen because I don't. I see all these players here. Um, for example, players like Rodri, uh, Zinchenko, Gundogan, I think they're valuable to the Manchester City side and they build up a squad around Harry Kane. Players like Raheem Sterling, Gundogan, um, 
Riyad Mahrez, uh, Scott Carson, Benjamin Mendy, players like those probably have to go to make a way for development of Phil Foden, Ferran Torres, and also uh, to bring in Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, I was doing a podcast with um, Josh yesterday, and we were talking about Man United, how if with Sancho, you could have a three, well, front three of English players, Rashford, Sancho, and Greenwood. But if City were to bring in Kane, you could have another front three of English players, Sterling, Kane, and Foden. So that I, that would be good for England. So you can have your team chemistry. So, so if you look at it, like a different English fan, you'll be like, oh, Kane should do today. If I'm City, I think Maris will be one of the ones they'd sell. Because I just don't think him saying. Mendy, I think, has gone. And if he's not gone by the end of, well, by the start of the season, then I, I, I don't know, I'll drink a pint of milk on a video. Because he's just been utter terrible since he came in with all the personal situations and injuries. Nathan Asier hasn't really done anything. If you look at his stats last season, Anytime he was on the field, Marseille basically lost. Maybe, but look- again, he does provide that quality on the uh, wing. When you look at it, okay, he's he hasn't got he hasn't got enough game time to provide him with. Um, uh, but when he does play, he does give that quality. And we saw that against we saw that with Jaden Sancho because if you saw against Ukraine, I think that was um, that was his first start of the. Um, second start of the Euros and even without any game time no confidence he comes in and absolutely smashes it and that's another player at Riyad Mahrez but do Manchester City really need him um when you look at it Phil Foden um yeah it really Torres it ruins their uh I mean Riyad Mahrez is still improving but he's getting older and it, pro- it might ruin their um um chance of becoming a good player so, and and also it, it makes room for Harry Kane um and also they're looking to sign Jack Greenish as well but uh yeah I think if they do sign Jack Greenish we might see the end of also uh it might be a bit controversial but Bernardo Silva Ferran Torres because I think Jack Greenish takes that space for them yeah um I think Ferran Torres will be named I think Bernardo Silva if they want to make way for Kane I don't think the Greenish Rumors are gonna happen. I don't think Greenish is worth a hundred million. Come at me asking for fans. He's not worth a hundred million. Maybe like fifty million, but like it. I just. I like, think. I think personally that if Jack Greenish really really wanted to move out of Aston Villa, why would he? Why would he have not done it in the Championship? Because when he was in the Championship, there were clubs in the Premier League. Um, coming in for him but he but he decided to stay a season later he's got promoted with Aston Villa and there from there uh they made um a glorious um escape and they stayed in the Premier League and look they've absolutely smashed it now so I don't see why he would want to move away from Aston Villa and again I personally I think he's a great great player and I don't think Aston Villa will let him go for any more than I think it's personally nice if you're Tielemans Players like Yuri Tielemans are 80 to 90 million. I don't see Jack Greenish being any less than 100 million. Yeah. And I just don't think if Greenish was supposed to think, who, where would you put him in? Because say they got Kane as well. You'd have Sterling and Kane, good partnership. 
Bolden. You've got Kevin De Bruyne, Gundogan, and a few others. So like, I just don't see why Grealish would need to go to City. If any of the teams he could go to, I, I, I just think he's going to spend his whole career for. He's going to be one of those loyal servants like your Lionel Messi of Barcelona. Um. Yeah, well, when you look at it, um, you see Manchester City. They they get in players without thinking of okay. When they when they bought Nathan Ake, did they really need him? No, not really. So sometimes they just get the players and kind of it's it's a bad way, but kind of destroy their career because they want to get the players so other teams might may not have a chance to get in because if you can absolutely because I think Nathan Ake's potential is actually very high because of the lack of game time, the confidence Manchester City have given him, it has dropped off and we might we might not see the Nathan Ake we saw at Bournemouth. Um, yep. Um. Another thing with Man City, I think they need to bring in a left back because I'm not really convinced by Sinyshenko that much. He's basically a 12-year-old version of Kevin De Bruyne. If you've seen all those memes, Joel Cancelo was better as a right back. Mendy could be gone. So they've been linked with your likes of Grimaldo or Benfica, your Nuno Nunmenger. Nuno Mendes of Sporting Lisbon, a young left back. I think I think they kind of need a more experienced left back than them. I think if you brought them an eighteen year old left back to the team, you have them rain. So uh, yeah. again, I wouldn't be I wouldn't really be surprised if they signed Gosen as well, because you look at it, they don't really need it, but they they just they they just they just sign players when they don't really really need them. Yeah, definitely. I think I think that closed the fight on the man today. Obviously, with Kane's situation, imagine seeing Kendall Burn provide the three balls into Harry Kane next season. Could be a fire duo, so it could you could have Kane high up with the goals. So. And if Kane was to try and break Alan Shearer's record, I think going to Man City would be the right move. Anyway, if, but it kind of drives, not, it doesn't drive me crazy, but it amazes me with all these big wages these players demand. And did it, are they really worth that wage? Like, but I'm not a professional in the money and football, so I think. That brought us on to uh, Tottenham. Speaking of Hurricane, we touched on him. So, mm. it looks like oh. Eric, like Eric Lamella is going to be leaving for Sevilla and Spurs are going to get Brian Gill. Never heard of him, but another winger. What do you think of that, Farhan? Yeah, again, I've never heard of him either. The reliable source for Bitsa Romano also stated um, there'll be a move. Um, all right, they've got a new manager now. I just want to say something. I don't know where I've heard this from, but look, they've Spurs have made an absolute mess of themselves. They had Pochettino in, who got them into a Champions League final. Okay, he was having a bit of a, a patch where he wasn't performing and he got sacked in that. I don't know why. A, a, a manager who truly, truly loved the club and was... 
and wanted to succeed in it. And then they brought in Jose Mourinho, who, again, defensive-minded, not really proven in the last couple of years. Yes, he won the Europa League with Manchester United, but nothing else really. And then, and then, and then you just bring a new, uh, um, you know, uh, so. Santo. So I, I I don't know what they've done. I think I think they've messed themselves up. Uh, they've really tripped themselves up. You look at it. There's a lot of deadwood, and uh, some breaking news was that Son Heung-min signed a four-year deal. Um, according to Sky Sports and a lot of reliable sources. All right, you look at it. Hugo Larissa probably will need a backup goalkeeper in the coming years. Matt Doherty, not the player you we were look we that everyone was, um, um, looking at when he was at Wolves hasn't had enough game time and he was promised first team football at Tottenham, which he hasn't got. Sergio Regulon, um. Is he still in the club or wait? It was a deal from Real Madrid. I don't think he was alone, so um, he'll be there. I don't rate him massively. Toby Alvaro, I think he's old. He needs to go now. Um, the lack of pace in that defense defense is really is. like gonna stay anyway. I think Sanchez. I've not been impressed by Sanchez when I've seen him play, and it cost them was it like 40, 45 million from Ajax. Yeah, again, Dazzle Sanchez, like he's 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 another deadwood in that in that team. I think this summer they've got to sign some defenders. There were rumors that Nuno Espresanto wants um according I don't know, was it either Pedro Neto? Uh but they, he wanted Willy Bolly for sure. Um because you look at it, they're lacking pace in that defense. Eric Dyer, not good enough. Um all right, Joe Hart, yes, but He's coming to the end of his career now as well. So they will need some goalkeepers. Eric Clamella, he's out already. Harry Kane, he might even go. Um Harry Winks, he's he's been he's been rumored to Aston Villa. Uh Lacelso, he's all right. Ryan Sessegon haven't seen him in a while. Deli Ali. Uh Nuno Tav- uh, Nuno Esposanto does does like Deli Ali, but I don't think he's the player now he was a few years ago. Stephen Bergwin. Not for me. Sergio okay, he's all right. Tanganga, he's developing, he's developing. And I think he might be um one of um he'll be part of the Tottenham squad in the coming years. Lucas Mora, I feel like he's not good enough now. They need a replacement for him. And Dombele, he hasn't been performing in the lateral stages of the season. Um Ben Davies again, I think they'll probably need a replacement for him. Uh, a better replacement. Yeah, and the rest are all just players you don't know so you look at it it's a bit of an aging squad you look at it um players who will probably go on for another five years will probably be yeah so hungry in for four years hoiberg probably stay on uh in the team um you look at i doubt harry kane will stay on for the next five years if they don't win anything lucas moro won't keitan ganga might deli ali probably because i don't think he'll find a move anywhere else Stephen Bergwin again, he'll probably stay, but there's not there's not much players who you look who are investments for and assets for um Tottenham. So they need they need to do some um they need they need some heavy investments into that team and they need to sort that team out. Yeah, um just checking Fabrizio Romano here. Tottenham looks like they're going to sign uh I apologize for my pronunciation here. Pierre Luigi Golini from Atalanta on a loan deal. He's a goalkeeper. 
think he's only he's quite young. And also on top of Avalanche, that's where Argentinian centre back Christian Romero. So that's two key areas which we've talked about. We'll need strengthening. And they've uh, turned down a bid from Man City here in the latest few minutes of 110 million for Kane. So they're going to need to do They're doing everything to uh, stop Kane from going. Um, but I just don't think they're okay, they're gonna get another trophy. And yeah, it looks like Hurricane probably gone. If it's not the season, it'll probably be next season. Uh, yeah, again, loan deals. They're not. They they are some. There's some good players in there. Again, young goalkeeper. That's what you need because you don't. They don't have a good goalkeeper at the moment. But yeah, they they need it definitely sorting out. Yeah. Um. I think, yeah, there's a lot of dead wood in here. There's, if you're Spurs and you need a striker, I think they need two strikers, especially at Kane Leeds. What two strikers would you bring in? Say you sell Kane for 160 million. They've been in with the likes of Danny Ings, Alexander Isaac. Yeah, again, Danny Ings has been uh, linked with some top clubs. I think if he does come in, uh, probably going to be for a bit of a high fee. You've got... I don't know how, I don't know what's left on his contract, you know, Danny Ings. I haven't really paid attention to uh, um his sort of biography, his thingy. So yeah. Maybe when you look at it, not many class strikers are available to take Tottenham to the next level. Harry Kane's a player that can't really pr- replace. He's a creator, he's a finisher. Uh you look at it, all right, who can they think I really, I mean, Tammy Abrams is linked with the move to Arsenal. I don't think he would go to Tottenham. But no, yeah. I've got no clue who they could sign. He would be good enough to challenge for top six. Yeah. I done a video with a few weeks ago, um, an NRF radio fan to Tottenham Rebel. And I get to Patrick Schick after his near tournament. I still believe that Tottenham should go in for him. Because I think he, he's a good finisher, obviously, the goalie scorer against Scotland. So I, I would maybe sign him, and maybe like to sign maybe. I, I think they should go for a young striker, somebody like your Patrick Schick, your Alexander Isaac, and then like your experienced striker. And I wouldn't be surprised if somehow Svatan Ibrahimovic ends up at Tottenham, knowing. This whole thing, they they need somebody like a Salatani Brahimovic kind of role. Maybe you could be that a bit. Maybe you're dying, or like they just need someone to replace him. Um, you kind of worry about Spurs' future in a way. If they don't sell him, their main players are going to be Sunderland and Hoiberg. The only really two you can say shine out in that team um, if it really gets that stage could you see Spurs drop out of the top 10 yeah yeah they can there's a lot of dead wood but yeah I don't see them I, do, I don't see them dropping out of top 10 because there are players that can be attracted to the club if they improve in their squad yeah um, they're in the conference league Everyone's saying, oh, Spurs are going to win the conference league now and they're going to end their curse. I'm telling you this. If Spurs bottle the conference league, I will do one whole video just laughing at Spurs. 
Bristol, I, I just think it was so funny. If, say, a team like, a team from Northern Ireland, like, my company from Northern a team like Lundsfield, if a team like Lundsfield was to, say, beat Spurs, it would just make so many memes. And it was so funny. And knowing Spurs, on paper, Spurs should win that conference league. Sure, they should have gone very quick. Well, quite far in the Europa League last season, but they didn't. So, yeah, I do, I do worry for Spurs now. Um, I think that wraps up. Yeah. Here. Thank you for joining me, Farhan, and hopefully we can do another podcast again discussing some other teams at some later stage. Guys, make sure to like and subscribe. And go into the description and click the link to Farhan's channel. Try and get him to, I don't know, 415 subscribers. And yeah. try and get him to like 85 or something, whatever time this comes up. And yeah, if you're listening to this, wherever you get your podcast, just look up LCFC Farhan. And thank you for listening slash watching. I will see you for the next podcast. See you. Bye.